0: And welcome in to this edition of Gator Bites on the 1010XL.com podcast network, also being simulcast on the Florida Gator 1010XL Facebook page. Today's Gator Podcast is brought to you by Southeast Orthopedic Specialists, their Northeast Florida's leading orthopedic center providing an unparalleled level of care across numerous locations in both Jacksonville and St. Augustine. You can visit Southeast Orthopedic Specialists in Riverside, Northside, the Southside, the Beaches, Fleming Island and St. John's. He is Denny Thompson. I'm the hacker Ryan Green. Wow. Uh, what a what a situation we're in not only in society but in the world of sports and Denny before I get to the main topic cuz we got a topic that I think might might bother some people but I think it's a reality. Just kind of talk about your world. You are a guy that's training quarterbacks. You are a guy that's doing a lot with the recruiting world and I imagine your world's pretty crazy right now.
1: Yeah. <laughs> It's like uh, it's summertime for us in the quarterback training world is the busiest time annually. But I've never had anything even close or even remotely close to this. And it's not just field work, um, because obviously we're limited with the social distancing and stuff like that and what we can do. Um, We're keeping everything really, really small. But it's also it's more just the day to day recruiting, the way that's changed The way season prep has changed um, from the NFL perspective, with these pro days and advanced scouting, with that, like it is exhausting. It is, it is, it is, you know, eighteen hours a day. It really is. Um, You
0: know, from our for the Gator standpoint of it, Gator fan standpoint, the ones watching, the ones listening, you have had pretty personal interaction with both Emory Jones and Anthony Richardson. Uh, certainly in the last few months, I imagine with Anthony Richardson in the last, dare I say, weeks to days. Yeah. Um, what is their world like? If you're a Gator football player, what is your world like right now?
1: Well, Alachua County's on a um, stay in place, right? So, Anthony – so, basically what's going on right now is all of the college guys are coming into Jacksonville, have been in Jacksonville, um, and we're doing a bunch of virtual stuff, and then we, we take them a couple at a time. Um, Anthony not able to do that. Because Anthony can't leave Alachua County, and so you know we try to and we're trying to get him and LinkedIn linked into the virtual stuff we're doing and all that kind of stuff. But you know it's just such a different world we're all learning, and and I think that's the thing we're going to talk about this in a second with what's going to happen. But but even at the college perspective, even nobody's been through this. No, Nobody. I mean, not in the NFL, the college, not in our world, not in high school, not the kids, not anybody in any aspect. No one has gone through this, so no one really knows what's going on.
0: It's a tough topic to talk about if you're a college football fan. And again, understanding there are much larger problems in society. But for what we do, what Denny and I do, being a college football podcast, a college sports, for Florida Gator podcast, this is pretty deep in our world. Um, Dennis Dodds, CBSSports.com. Brett McMurphy, who, who's a very established columnist, been so for years. Kirk Herbstreit of ESPN. You're having a lot of people in the college football world that are coming out now in late March slash early April that are saying there is legitimate doubt as to whether we are going to have a 2020 college football season. Before we get to the gator part of that, your reaction, particularly when you heard Herb Street say that last week.
1: The same day that I heard Herb Street say that, I talked to a college coach who echoed the same thing. Um, an SEC coach said to me, because we were talking about recruiting um, and some of the issues that are going on right now with scholarships. How many scholarships do you going to have? Like, what does that look like? And and because we didn't really know until yesterday, the spring sport deal. Um, and he just – casually said he's like man i i don't even know if we're going to have a season and i said really he goes man i'd be surprised he said i'd be surprised if it goes as planned um at this point now he didn't say anything about canceling season and it was just pure his thoughts it's not like he heard that from somebody but the more you sit back and the more you think about it the more you have to regardless of kind of where you stand on this um the more you have to to realize Is it the best idea to put 100,000 sweaty people on top of each other in a stadium? You know what I mean? Is it the best idea to have a staff of a couple hundred people along with players spend every waking moment in locker rooms and not exactly the most sanitary of conditions? Um, You know, is it the best idea to reintroduce dorm living? And, you know, you you have to kind of in some way see that, right? And so I, I get it. I mean, I, I think Ree- I saw Reese Davis say that you know he's holding out hope because he's thinking, and this was to me, this was kind of eye opening to me. He said, "I'm thinking that we come up with a um, medical miracle, meaning science comes up with a vaccine or something like that." Well, from what I hear, they're not even testing it till September, right? You know, so so it's just it's one of those things where. It may be the reality, and it absolutely sucks.
0: Um, I I can't fathom a world where we lose college football for a year, but having said that, if you were to tell me three weeks ago that we would not have March Madness, that we would not have the Masters, at least in April, that Wimbledon Wimbledon, has been canceled officially as of Wednesday morning this week. Wimbledon has played the tennis tournament the All-England Club Every year since World War II in Wimbledon is not going to happen in 2020. These are times that nobody has ever seen. And unfortunately, as we get deeper into this, I mean, we're in April now. The reality is the NFL, who's in this boat too, and college football, I think are in severe, severe jeopardy. And every time I hear a story like you saying you've talked to an SEC coach, Matt Hayes, who's on with me every day on XL Primetime, he has had conversations with various coaches around not only the SEC, but the country where they think there is doubt mm-hmm. that the season will be played. That's a scary thought for college football there's, fans.
1: There's definitely doubt. Like, I mean, there, there's no doubt about the fact that there's doubt. Yeah. Right? Yeah. right? That's a certainty. And I don't think, by the way, we're on Facebook Live. But um, I'm not finding it. <laughs> but but anyway, just, just so you're listening, if you go, well, y'all weren't on Facebook Live. We're technically on it, but it's not showing for whatever reason. Um, I, here's the thing about this is I don't think anybody knows what's going to happen next week, much less in the fall, right and you know diligence is is king in this for all of us, and I think that's just at the end of the day what everybody's trying to be is diligent with this stuff you know it it is it's it sucks it sucks, and there's a new normal at least for the remainder of, you know, probably the year of 2020. Um, but, you know, it is what it is. It, here, I will say this, though. I will say this. Is – there's so much innovation happening in this world right now, and I'm not trying to be, like, motivational about this, but I am, I am looking at this as a glass-half-full type thing. There's innovation in radio. There's innovation in the way TV's being done. There's innovation in my business of quarterback training. There's innovation in education, all that kind of stuff. Like, it does make you sit back and say, man, you know, there's things that push us to do things that we wouldn't have done before, and this seems like one of them. And I think we're seeing that in the college football world, Hack, because I do believe – that we're seeing um, innovation in recruiting. I do believe we're seeing innovation in the way that that guys are being taught things um, at, at the college level and the team level. So so I, I think we're, we're getting to see all of that as well. So I, I, there is some good that's going to come out of it. It just stinks to think about the fact that there may not be a season this year.
0: Well, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. From a Florida Gator perspective, those are the people listening to us right now. If the 2020 college football season is canceled. And again, we're only in late March, early April. We got a long way to go. But let's say worst case scenario for college football fan, the season is canceled. Bring it to the Gators. What does that mean for Dan Mullen and Todd Grantham and everybody associated with Florida Gator football if there is indeed no 2020 season?
1: You mean on the field?
0: Everything. Take it from wherever you want to take it.
1: Hacker, can you even fathom that? Like, I, no, I can't. I, I it, it's, 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 it's hard to say for Florida. I wouldn't worry about this hacker, but it's, it's hard to say for Florida. Um, I'm trying to wrap my head around what that looks like for college football. Everything from James and I on the Sports Den has been have been talking for years about this bubble in college sports right this bubble that's going to bust because you can't keep building these facilities and you can't keep paying these coaches and you just can't like it's there's there's a bubble there that this is going to bust that bubble and so what does that look like for everything from the transfer portal because that thing's going to be lit I mean it is going to be lit up to the way that funds are distributed to facilities being built to, I mean you you can't wrap your head around what that looks like because there's so many different angles to look at it through I don't even I don't even get to on the field until I think of about 30 different things
0: well now I got a question as far as eligibility goes again this Gator podcast is brought to you by Southeast Orthopedic Specialists for the highest quality care you can rely on Southeast Orthopedic Specialists for any orthopedic injury or concern simply log on to se-ortho.com And you can listen for the Southeast Orthopedic Specialist, the good Dr. Kevin Murphy, on Thursday mornings in the 7 o'clock hour with Jeff and Dan here on 1010XL for his weekly analysis on injuries in sports. From an eligibility standpoint, we saw the NCAA earlier this week grant another year of eligibility to spring sports. Would the NCAA grant another year of eligibility to college football players if that's the case? And if they do, what does that mean to the twenty-five incoming freshmen?
1: There won't be twenty-five. I mean, are you talking about incoming, as in like incoming this fall, or the or the, class, or the next class? The next class. There won't be twenty-five. There won't be twenty-five. Um, I I don't I don't know. I don't I, like. That's the thing is like. I'm trying to think of the right way to phrase this. It's not as easy when you look long term. When you look when you when you look long term over the. Course of the next two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten years, and don't just look next year. This granting the extra year is not as easy. And I said this last week: is signing a petition that everybody signed, saying, "Hey, these kids deserve an extra year." Well, we brought this up in the sports den. The reason why people tell us that athletes shouldn't be paid is because they say, "Well, they're getting an education. They still got the education, right?" So either you believe that they're athletes or you believe they're students. And if you if you're saying that these people should get another year of eligibility, then you're saying they're athletes and they're not there for the education, and so you can't tell me that they shouldn't also be paid. Does that make sense? Yeah yeah so, so there there's that whole angle, but then, in addition to that, there's title nine, there's there's scholarship limits, there's budgets, these they're not just printing money, there's so many different moving parts, not to mention even this. These things are organically brought up, meaning I was a freshman and I started out 13. I'm a sophomore and now I'm a backup. I'm a junior and I'm getting a little bit of playing time on special teams and now senior year I'm really going. But what now that senior drops down again. You know what I mean? And now what, I'm going to hit the portal, I guess. Right. There, there's so many different. The
0: logistics that, of it are mind-boggling. It
1: is, it's endless. So it, it, this is going to sound brutal, and I know that the cleanest and safest thing for college sports is to keep it moving is to just let it matriculate through like it's like it normally would and the
0: seniors are
1: the seniors are just out of luck and and I know that sucks and I don't want that because I have kids that I train
0: that's what's happening in high school exactly yeah
1: that but that's a, well maybe
0: really maybe that's interesting um
1: but that that's it's the cleanest way for the sport if you look out long-term. And it sucks. I've got a kid. I've got a son. A son of my son is a senior in high school. And there's not going to be a graduation. And there's not going to be a prom. And and it all absolutely sucks. Like, but it is what it is. You know, none of us can control this. To, 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 to say you're going to disrupt the next decade of the flow of college athletics, a multi-billion dollar sport, because of one spring or one fall, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I can get behind that.
0: Well, and if, if the seniors just move on, again, we're jumping way ahead, but it's what we do. We're not
1: on spring sports. No. We're not jumping ahead.
0: Well, and, and that means Kyle Trask would not have a senior year. He would be gone. You know, what does that mean? It's Emory Judge Now, would sophomores and juniors lose a year of eligibility? Yeah, absolutely.
1: You have to. If you're going to do it that way, you're going to have to. And it, it doesn't really stink for Kyle Trask of the world. Kyle, Kyle Trask is going to play again. He's going to play on Sundays. It stinks for the lifelong Gator fan who was a walk-on, who was about to earn a scholarship. Yeah. You know what I mean? It stinks for the guy who's been playing special teams and was just about to get on the field. That's the guy it stinks for. And it, it, it's, and it, it really sucks when you see how much work these guys put into all this. But, I mean, what are you going to do?
0: Can you imagine, Denny, a scenario where they would play games in empty stadiums?
1: Yeah, I can. I can it would be it would be interesting i, I think
0: it would look like the x f l at least from the standpoint of nobody in the crowd
1: here's do you and this this is this is something maybe we ask our sales department here I don't know can you sell ads for that can't like, 'cause the t v contract is what you'd be waiting on right but are the t v companies gonna pay for that because are are there is there enough money for them? To fill their advertising boards?
0: Well, I think that if people aren't <clears throat> going to the stadium, everybody's watching the game on TV already. Doesn't matter. I think the TV ratings would be enormous. Ratings?
1: I'm not talking about ratings. I'm talking about are there companies out there that have the money to spend in this environment, to purchase? It doesn't matter if a million, two million people listen to my radio show. If companies don't have money to buy advertising, they can't buy it. Yeah. Yeah, and and we're, you're talking about on a national level, you're talking about millions and millions and millions of dollars. So I think the the question is, is it feasible from the standpoint of we're going to play this game and it's going to replace our revenue on some level? And if that answer is yes, then I think they could play in empty stadiums. If that answer is no, then that's a ton of expense. Like the what happens if? I mean, do coaches get paid? Yeah, you know, there's all these questions.
0: You know, and you're a perfect guy to ask this. Matt Hayes brought this up as well on on XL Primetime. If there is no college football season, if, how many sports departments around the country can survive that?
1: That, That's what I'm saying. Very few. Very few. Um,
0: Think about what the Gators make during one home game in in Gainesville. Millions upon millions of dollars. When you conclude everything from – concessions to parking to ticket sales to merchandise i mean it is astronomical and if you suddenly don't have that for six saturdays you're talking about tens if not hundreds of millions of dollars
1: yeah. the city of gainesville
0: yeah yeah the
1: city of gainesville the local businesses around there the the hotels around there um and this is not
0: uh, and this is not just this is everybody this is everybody this is, is tallahassee this is coral gables this is Everybody,
1: everybody, and it's you know again, it's their advertising partners. It's 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 everything that feeds into this monstrosity. You can't, when you look at this, you can't look at can we get eighty thousand people to the game that that's not it's not where you look at. I think if you ask them how they would rather have it, and they were being honest with you, they'd rather have all the other revenue streams instead of the localized because that that equals more. The SEC share is massive, right? I think that's the way they would rather have it. I think that's what this decision is going to to revolve around is, can we generate the revenue that justifies the risk?
0: Today's Gator podcast is brought to you by Southeast Orthopedic Specialists, their Northeast Florida's leading orthopedic center, providing an unparalleled level of care across numerous locations in both Jacksonville and St. Augustine. That includes Riverside, the Northside, the Southside, the beaches, Fleming Island, and St. John's. You've been a high school coach, Uh, You've been working with college athletes for years. Some high-profile athletes currently that you work with include Joey Gatewood, Carson Beck, Anthony Richardson, just to name a few. If, miraculously, we start figuring out this virus, and if the green light is given at some point for sports to, all right, go back. Go back to your stadiums. Go back to your arenas. July 1st. Could we have a football season August 1st? Is there a date where things need to get going? Because Brian Kelly said last week, we need to get going in the next 90 days or it's probably not going to happen.
1: Um, We were so talking about this last night. Practicing, etc. Yeah, uh I mean, we talked about this last week, the quality of the game, regardless, is not going to be nearly as good. Um, I think July 1st is the drop dead date as far as, whether or not you're going to have one or not, but I also think you can push the season back. I also think there's nothing wrong with instead of starting when you want to, when you normally start, which is late August, right? Start in late September. Yeah. Right. I don't. You have
0: that four-week layoff between championship Saturday and most of the bowl. Well, again,
1: everybody has shown their colors in this. The reason why we don't play games in December, allegedly, is because of finals. The reason why we can't have an expanded playoff is because academics are so important. Now, y'all done showing your colors on that now. Like everybody's got the academics like we talked about before. Y'all want the extra year of eligibility. So that's not as important as what everybody made us believe. So you just, play, you just run it in that way. And, and the reality is that's better for the kids anyway. You want to talk about something that long-term could change here, there it is. We, the big push a couple of years ago was heat-related deaths. All we did was push the season up to a hotter part of the year. Oh, yeah. We started earlier. You want people to fill the stands? Don't have a September 3rd game against UT Towson at the Swamp. Right? I'm not going to that. I may go to an October 3rd night game against UT Towson. You know what I mean? Right. I may do something like that. Or if
0: that UT Towson game is 8 o'clock at night instead of high noon. Well, even then, I remember August.
1: Kentucky two years ago. In September, in the swamp, it was miserable, and it was a night game. It was miserably hot. Like, if you push that all back a month, you probably get more people into the stands. Um, you give, you, if you want to talk about academics, you actually give guys time to get acclimated to school before you're putting them on a full schedule, mm-hmm. right? They're in school for a month before that happens. Uh, you could see something like that, but I think Brian Kelly may be flexing a little bit. Because the coach in him's talking instead of the human in him, um, I think they need to know something by July first. They need to be on campus. Well, if you think about
0: it, he said last week ninety days.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's pretty close to July. It 1st. is. It is.
1: But I, I, I don't. I don't think you have to be practicing on July first. Like if you want to start practicing mid July, late July, early August, and then your first game is mid September, give them time to get in shape, all that kind of stuff. Everybody's on the same plan. That's fine. I'll say this. Um, I'll speak for our guys. Wherever they, whenever they get the call, our dudes are ready. Like our dudes are ready. Like it, this, I've never seen a group of quarterbacks work as hard as what our guys are working right now. Even knowing there may not be a season. Like it, you want, you want to see elite mindset. I'm looking at it now, and it's. I know I'm going to sound like Mike Norvell when I say this, but they've inspired me to the point to where it's like, man, these are 19, 20, 21 20 year old guys. And they don't even have a season. They don't even know what's going on. But, Hack, they are busting their ass. And it's like, it has it is, it is completely made me a better person, completely changed my business, completely changed the way I even live my life.
0: Let me ask you this. Final thought on this week's edition of Gator Bites. You mentioned Mike Norvell. Florida State, Arkansas, Ole Miss, Mississippi State, any program with a first-year head coach. This is just crippling. Oh, no, right? it's a disaster. Yeah. Because, I mean, we had – uh, Chris Doring on on XL Primetime late last week, he said things like, "In spring, you learn where to line up and stretch it, with the new coach." There's little minute things that these players aren't getting with these first year staffs—it's
1: a disaster. It is a disaster. You got to give them a free year. You, Florida State fans, Arkansas fans—you you cannot hold any of this against your coach. Uh, if they if they go out and have a terrible year, you're going to have to understand that.
0: It's a sad state of affairs, society, obviously, uh, and in the sports world is really in infected sports as far as Wimbledon, as far as Masters, as far as the players, March Madness. By the way, we'd be getting ready for the Final Four normally right now.
1: I've learned not to do that, man. Yeah, just kind of let it go? Yeah, I, I did that the first week. I'm like, man, you know, I'd be watching this. I just I learned not to do that.
0: Well. We'll be back seven days from now. Who knows what the world will be seven <laughs> days from now? But we'll talk about it. He is Denny Thompson. You get him every night on the Sports Den, six to eight this week. Right? Yeah, 10, well, 10X0. yeah. It's
1: eight to ten tonight, seven to nine Wednesday night, and then six to eight Thursday and Friday.
0: Tune in at seven o'clock, and you'll probably get Denny Thompson.
1: <laughs> and by the way, if you're on, if you're on the Facebook Live, we have some troubles, so you didn't hear the first twenty minutes. Go back and listen to uh, the recording of
0: it. Yeah, yeah. If you're got us now on Facebook Live, you've got basically the second half of the show. If you missed the first half, it'll be posted on 1010XL.com later this afternoon or tomorrow morning. Denny, will do it again next week. Yes, sir. That is Denny Thompson. I'm the hacker Ryan Green. Thank you for watching and listening to Gator Bites on the 1010XL.com podcast network.